This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. While build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 135, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, do right because it's right. And joining me on today's show is Tracy Davis. Tracy is a wife of nearly 30 years. She is a mom of three amazing grown children. She is a pastor, a five-time author, a singer and songwriter, as well as being a success coach. Now, on today's show, Tracy is going to share embracing who you are called to. She's talking about there is no box as well as the power of a confession. All this on today's show. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I just love that uh, you're just so involved. You're married 30 years nearly. Congratulations. A mom of Thank three you. amazing children, a pastor, five-time author, singer, songwriter, and success coach. So a real creative, yes? Yes, yes. Yeah. So glad that we finally have a name for us. <laughs> yes, I know. And in actual fact, uh, one of the guests that I was speaking to not so long ago was talking all about creatives and you know creating an environment in which we do our best work. And I love that you're going to talk about embracing who we are called to, because often as creators, we can it can be a little bit difficult to really discern who that is. But before we do, just give us an overview, if you will, of um, just your experience. I mean, have you been guided to the different um, opportunities like on authorship and then singer-songwriter and then success coach? Or have you always, even from a child, really known and seen that you were blessed and gifted in those areas like writing, singing, songwriting? How did that pan out for you? You know, it's a inter very interesting question. I would say, you know, just knowing things from childhood and not necessarily having a name for it, mm -hmm. just being a person that's interested in a lot. And to be honest, feeling weird, yes. you know, because most people have one thing or two things that they've said they'll do from being a child. And then you being that weirdo that wants to do everything, yes. you know? So yes. um, I would say the, the thing that I like about me is the fact that I was willing to try, you yeah. know, I like writing. So I do things that make me feel good, that make me feel that I'm in my flow. Yeah. So when I'm writing or when I'm singing or, you know, even with the coaching, when I'm helping someone, those are things that allow me to be in my flow. So mm -hmm. that's really, I would say, I wouldn't say I had a mentor that says, you know what, you should write or a mentor that says you should do that. I, I really had to listen to the inside, mm -hmm. my, the inside voice, the push that I had 
which really allows me to push others. Yeah, I love the way that you said that. And there's another term that I've just recently uh, read about. And I'm a bit like that too. If I look back at all of the different aspects of my career and even involvements in my personal life, I see something I'm interested in and think, oh, I want to give that a go. You learn it. And then, and, and it's a multi-passionate, multi-talented you know, multi-passions, and to box us in one particular area, it's like, no, we, we're just not like that. We're not wired that way. And I love the way that what you've been able to do, and let's talk about this, because sometimes what will happen is because we are um, able to really use our gifts and talents in different areas to what whatever we decide that we want to work on and, and develop in, sometimes we can do two things. What I've found in my life, you can stretch yourselves too thin or the message that you're trying to build. And in business, it's important to have a really clear message. It can be watered down that people are thinking, now, what are you actually doing today? I mean, I've had that myself and I've been offered opportunities to speak, which is really on, on topics that was completely de-emphasizing where I really wanted to, to become known at, as that go-to person. And what have you learned over the, the years to really help you to remain focused and building that momentum that we know is so important in business? Well, you know, it, initially, I wouldn't even say I was that focused, you know, mm -hmm. to be able to say, oh, I was just that mature. I probably was all over the place initially. Mm -hmm. um, but what I've learned is you have to get one plate spinning first. Yes. You know, if you're going to focus on being an author, go ahead and do that. You know, really hone in on that. Get that really, you know, to spin, but also to learn, you know, the gifts and talents that do connect so yes. that it's not watered down. You know, it's okay to be a speaker that also writes, mm -hmm. you know, those connect. But when you're also a speaker that wants to design jeans, well, you might want to bring that in, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so really what, and it's amazing to me, I was thinking about it, how, you know, if you are wanting to conform, if you're wanting to be like everyone else, mm. to me that I felt sad. Mm. You mean I have to choose? You yeah. mean I have to do one thing? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I often tell my children this too, be careful who you share your dreams with. Because a lot of times people don't think the way you think. So they'll give you advice based upon how they think mm -hmm. or how they are wired. So it's important that you seek out others that are like you. You know, yes. um, I talk a lot about finding your swan. That's something that I uh, talk about, speak about, teach about. Mm -hmm. And that really comes from, I'm not even sure, I'm probably uh, dating myself here. But there was a little, a story when I was a little girl about the ugly duckling. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard that story before. Yeah, it's a great story. Share it, the, share it. Yes, I love the story of the ugly duckling. It was basically the premise that this egg was, you know, laid. And when the, uh, when the egg cracked, the mom wasn't around. Mm -hmm. And so this duckling is walking around on this farm asking different animals, the pig, you know, the chicken, whatever, are you my mother? And no one would accept him. Mm -hmm. And then one day he was crying and I've seen different versions of it. I've seen Disney do it or whatever. And I can just see the visual now. Mm -hmm. But the premise is he was crying and there's this honk that was coming out as he, as he cried and a swan, a mother swan heard him and recognized that that was her duckling. Yeah. And, you know, so basically, you know, he was gifted to be a swan. He saw this beautiful swan because that's what he was. Mm -hmm. So I always encourage people, you have to find people that are like you that won't make you feel so weird, quote unquote, unquote yes. but more accepted. Now, you still have to hone in on because you, like you said, you don't want your message to be watered down. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be considered a generalist you know I do feel like we have to specialize in something but you can have other interests as well so yeah probably a long answer but that's no, kind brilliant of and I think no and I think it's important because often we will go searching and I love the way that you've said because it's so true and I've uh, I've even thought that too why am I so different why can I not just 
just do focus on this and and it's because number one god's not created you that way and i think mm-hmm. if i look back and speak a little bit more about how this has um happened for you or, or the insight that you've learned when i look back to what i'm doing now and seeing all of my experiences i'm using those in what i'm doing now in in mm-hmm. fact it's it's grown and developed key foundations that enable me to be able to really support my clients in this area of creating a podcast and becoming an influential voice had i not had all of those experience I, there would be a missing piece you know of the puzzle when you look at the work that you're doing now are you finding that um there are as you said connected themes that from when you step back it all becomes part of a whole of where you're really now really able to support serve your clients would you say that's true too i would definitely agree with that yeah everything is connected now makes sense when you're in the midst of it of course it's like what am, what is this about yeah but then you can pull back and say well all, it makes sense now and, and again i agree that it allows you to serve the people in a better way at a greater capacity yeah. because of the experiences that you have yes i think sometimes too as in in businesses we often are driven you know we've got this little fire in our belly for some of us it's a bigger fire that we're driven mm-hmm. and we really want to make an impact and influence others and when we're thinking about embracing who we are called to we have to remind ourselves particularly as christian entrepreneurs that it really has to happen in god's time so for someone who is in the season of still developing one of the areas that he or she needs to to develop in that in a later down the track is going to use as a whole in their business what were some of the things that you did that enabled you to remain focused so you're not pulled in all different directions because we tend to do that if we are a, a creative with multi talents and passions what did you do and what could you say to him or her that can really see that they're struggling with this at the moment in their business well it really ties into you know when i said finding your swan um your mentorship is so key mm-hmm. and a lot of times i feel that we struggle longer than we should because we just don't seek out successful others we don't yes. seek out the help and so i remember probably oh my gosh a lot of years i'll just say a lot of years ago the lord told me three people in particular to focus on for mentorship mm-hmm. and so i could you know kind of silence the noise yes. so that i wouldn't feel pulled so you have to you know decide you know, who are you going to listen to? Who are you going to emulate? You know, the word of God says, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. And so that means he wants us to follow someone, Mm -hmm. you know, to attach ourselves to someone, to hitch our wagon to a star, you know, as some people like to say. So I I think that would be the thing that I would say, you have to find someone Mm -hmm. that can advise, that can mentor, that can help you to brush off those bloody knees because in entrepreneurship, you're going to, you know, you're going to skin your knees. You're going to have your feelings hurt. You're going to be disappointed. And having a mentor, someone Mm -hmm. that's been there, done that, that will help you a whole lot. Yeah. And that really keeps you focused, particularly. I love that. And something else that you said, and I just wanted to um, just go back to that. You mentioned spinning plate. Make sure that you complete or have that spinning plate to the point where it is really working well. Similarly, I would imagine when you were writing a book, you were focused on writing that book, getting it published, all of those different things, rather than having it incomplete. And if I'm honest with myself, even when I was growing up, there were a lot of projects that were incomplete, even hobbies. You know, I'd start it, oh, I'm bored with that now, and off it would go into the cupboard. So what would you say to someone, maybe some of the, the practical steps that you put into place that enabled you to remain focused so that that project was complete before you then moved on to the next one what were some of the things that were really helpful for you 
Aside from mentorship, I would say, you know, getting an accountability partner or someone that you're accountable to, yes. to make sure they know how you are so mm -hmm. that, you know, before you even, you know, address that, you know, basically saying, hey, this is something that I'm planning to do. Uh, this is my deadline. I've, I remember back in 2011, for an example, I was about to write another book. Hadn't planned to write the book. I had uh, completed a conference. That conference turned into a cyber conference because we just felt it wasn't finished and I still wanted to minister to the women. Mm -hmm. After the cyber conference, I still felt I had more. Mm -hmm. So I felt God leading me to write a book. So what I did was I you know, gave it a deadline mm -hmm. so that I could stay focused on it before I moved on to something else. So I believe in accountability, deadlines, making sure you're really passionate about it and making sure it's a God idea and not just a good idea. I get oh, ideas I all that. the time. Yes. But now, what if I can make do? sure it's a God idea, then I can stick with it. Oh, I love that. And that's a great strategy. So my next question for you is how do you discern between what's a good idea and there could be really good ideas versus mm -hmm. is it a God idea? What are some of the things that you do to discern that, yes, this is a God idea? Prayer. You have mm -hmm. to pray. You have to pray. I talk to God all of the time. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, God, this is what I want to do. I'm writing about it. I'm thinking about it. And if it won't leave me alone, mm -hmm. chances are, you know, God is saying, no, I'm, I want you to do this. I, push, the book push, he mm -hmm. wouldn't leave me alone. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I, you know, when I'd wake up, I'm thinking about, pushing people. I'm, I'm thinking about delivery rooms. I'm thinking about doctor coats, all of these things. So I would say prayer, you know, making sure that, you know, the voice of the Holy spirit, you know, asking him for clarity, you know, God, you made me, you know, how I have all these ideas. Is this you or is this me again? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. That's helped me a lot. That really has helped me a lot. And it's funny too, because, you know, obviously I mentioned at the beginning or you mentioned at the beginning that I've been married nearly 30 years. My husband's the total opposite oh, really? total opposite it was like okay you're doing what okay so you're doing that so i really use him a lot for accountability yes. to make sure that he says okay remember you said you're knocking this out first yes. you know and so i thank god because god will put people in your life even if it's not a husband quote unquote mm. he'll put somebody in your life to help you stay on task if you're open to that mm -hmm. so just being open for you know open for guidance open for someone to jerk the slack out of your shirt and say <laughs> what hold on there partner <laughs> you're not finished yet you know <laughs> and we certainly need that for for sure one of the sayings i'm sure we've all heard time and time again from you know a lot of the conferences that we've gone to is think outside the box but i love the way that you say there is no box share more about this <laughs> i just feel like i don't want to be confined i don't want to have to think the way you think or go your path there is no box yeah. you know i feel like we make the world so much more interesting if we are just our authentic selves mm -hmm. and i feel like we give god a disservice when we're even though we should have mentors and we should follow it should be for ideas it should be for insight it should be for encouragement but not for losing yourself mm -hmm. so i don't want to be in a box you know i don't want to it's so funny because you know my daughter is a fashion design major and to see the colors and patterns that she puts together wow. i mean you think my hair is crazy red you should see hers wow. and i love that there is no box do what you want i mean when people say the sky's the limit i believe you know hey they're footprints on the moon so that's not really true yeah right i love There's that no yeah i love that <laughs> you know and it, it speaks to a certain level of boldness or courage that we step in or, or outside of sometimes real traditional thinking this is the way that you need to do a business you need to and sometimes i'm in and and this must be 
these creatives who are multi-passionate, who just love, you know, the, the creativity, that sometimes you sit there listening, or maybe it's just me, and it's like, I really could just go to sleep like right now. This is just really dragging me down. You know, I think, and what I learned was, being okay that I was different and giving myself permission to just show up and be who I was rather than trying to, um, like a square peg in a round hole or vice versa, you know. Speak, speak mm -hmm. a little bit more about this because for some people this is a huge paradigm shift in that it's, well, I've always tried to fit in because this is what I was told to do and my mentors and, and the programs that I followed. But as you say, you have to give yourself permission and more importantly, know who you are. And often we don't have that self-awareness of how God has knitted us. You know, what are our unique gifts and strengths and approach, yes? I agree, I agree. Mm. And the thing, if, if I have a regret, it would be it took me too long mm. to be okay with that. It took me too long to realize that and to look for the differences and appreciate them, you know? Mm. So that's what I would say to a person that, number one, to make them feel okay. I, you know, if I'd heard someone say, Tracy, it's okay that you want to do this. It's okay you don't want a nine to five, mm -hmm. right? It's okay. It doesn't mean you're lazy or, you know, you're just this flighty person. That's just not how you're wired. I would say that to the person, God made us all different and we're all necessary. Mm -hmm. Who we are, how we think, you know, um, you know, I have a big personality. I'm a, I'm a strong woman, you know, that type of thing. And I, I felt like for so many years I had to shrink back because someone else is intimidated. But I feel like, you know, my attitude now is do your own homework. <laughs> I did my homework on me. You need to do your homework. No cheating. You know, do your homework. Be authentic. Be excited about being you. And, you know, and again, choose the things that you are passionate about. You can't do everything. And I do realize that. And there have been a couple of exercises that not only have I put myself through, but, you know, other creatives need it. You have to maybe start to write things down to see why do you want to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and write as long as you can about it. And if you're like, you know what, now that you think about it, I really don't want to start a seed business. I mean, you, well, leave it alone. Be okay with not completing something. Sometimes we'll start things and feel obligated to finish it. Mm -hmm. No, you don't have to. If you don't want to, and it's not going to be productive, it's, if it's not lining up with that God in you, then don't do it. I'm okay with that as well. You know, yes. I really am. <laughs> yeah. I love that, that you said that because sometimes it is permission to close the door on something or a chapter in something when it's not yet completed. For me, I'll just give you an idea. I, I had an idea on doing something and then we planned the framework, but then all of a sudden the topic changed. I said, you know what? I think we're going to do this topic and it just clicked. So sometimes it's going what you're doing may not need a complete change, but just a slight change. Uh, in the direction that you're going and then all of a sudden because if it doesn't feel right it, it, like you said if you're praying about it and leaning in if there's something that's a little bit off it just means that, that something might need to change a little bit not drastically um, whatever mm -hmm. that is but giving yourself permission uh, that it's okay and that can be a huge huge lesson for uh, for all of us let's talk about you know the, the, yeah think one thing about the uh, permission mm -hmm. um, that was important to me because mentally I had, I would say a mental block because I felt like I would, I heard this sermon years ago mm. called the professional quitter. Oh. And I felt like, oh geez, he's talking <laughs> to me. I'm the, I got a degree in that. Yep. I don't yeah. like it. I quit it. Oh, it's not fun. I don't want to do it anymore. Mm. So I made a commitment to myself not to quit. I didn't want that to be my legacy that she started and stopped. Yes. And so you have to be okay with hearing messages like that, but not 
put it, that caused me for a while to be in a box. Mm. It caused me to stay with things longer than I should have, not even making the changes that you're suggesting because I didn't want to be seen as a quitter. You know what I mean? So you have to make sure that we do the homework on ourselves, that we're not flighty, we're not Mm. flaky, but at the same time, if something's not working, we have to be okay with releasing it as well. Yeah. You know, one of the, and I'll I'll share what happened to me just very briefly, because this is a huge eye-opener. Towards the end of last year, uh, uh, I did an assessment, the Colby assessment. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, the Colby A. And this is where it measures the conative. So kind of like um, how you will react. And I recognized that I was a, a quick start, very high in quick start. Quick starts are very good. They love chaos. They love flexibility. But for us putting deadlines, so we can shift and change. But it is our strength, our greatest strength. So everything that we've been speaking about, I now intentionally um, create in my day because I know I do my best work with projects, come up you know, with ideas, but I also need to have a solid team around me who will follow through and do things because that's what I can tend to, to get bored and go, you know what, moving, move, let's move on. And I think what you've just said is, is is so, so true in that sometimes we will get stuck in something and continue on with something, even though really for us, it's not the best use of our time. So hire it out, outsource it, automate it, those kind of things in our business. Because often by trying to reform, as you said, to, to fit into a box, we can actually dampen um, mm-hmm. what is so uniquely gifted in us. And we need quick starts. You know, people who are visionaries, who are innovative, who challenge the status quo, and um but but create an environment in which we can shine and thrive and and that was a huge huge lesson uh for me so and i can agree with that professional quitter but it wasn't that i was quit we get things rolling but then you know finish it to the degree that we need but then have team have a system that will enable to to roll out so that that can continue continue to uh to really be leveraged let's talk about the power of a confession power of a confession. Mm. I would say confessions changed my life. Mm. And I've had several mentors that emphasize it from different points in my life. But uh, even in my books that I write, I always uh, include a confession at the end of the book so the person can recite the words that they want to appear in their life, you know, Mm. for manifestation purposes. Um, You know, of course, I believe a confession has to be in present tense. I believe that it has to be biblically based. And I believe that it has to be repetitious. You have to say it over and over again so that you can visualize it in your mind's eye. Mm. And so I do my best. I won't say I do it seven days a week, but at least five days a week, I make sure that I have some type of a confession so that, you know, the things that I want to appear in my life, because our words are spirit, they are life, they are powerful. And we have to put a guard around our mouths because Mm. if we want certain things in our lives, we can speak it into existence. So when I say the power of a confession, I can speak from relationships to, you know, the home, the car, whatever I've wanted, I have spoken it Mm. and I've seen it past right and so I get excited about sharing that it's amazing to me I talk about my kids a lot because I'm a total mom I love my kids and um to you know I my my children don't live with us anymore my youngest is actually in college so she comes home periodically during the summer but my uh, middle child is my son and he lives in Los Angeles he's a musician and I went into his room and he had on his wall a confession talking about his music career, talking about traveling, talking about the staff he would hire. It blessed my heart. I'm like, 
you know, <laughs> confessions work. And to see these things manifesting, my oldest daughter's married, to see, you know, the kind of man that she wanted, the kind of job that she wanted, all of those things, confessions work. They're powerful. They're life-changing. If a person can actually implement them and be consistent with it, it's a game changer. Yeah. I think that this is often a missing piece because we don't realize the words that we speak to ourselves or even in our, you know, our inner critic. Let's share a little bit more about what, what, what process, what does that look like, especially for people who may not realize the power of this because this impacts the mindset. You can have the practical steps, the systems. You, should, you could know everything that you need to do. But if your mindset of what you're saying to yourself and the, the environment that you are associating with and what they're saying and speaking into your life, that can keep you stuck. So what would be a couple of really good steps that people could follow to ensure that we recognize and we have some strong confessions that we are speaking into our lives on a daily basis? I would say to start with your own movie. Your own movie. You're the star of the movie and to imagine it playing out. What would you want it to look like? What would you want your day to look like? And to write it out, yeah. uh, to be that detailed with, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're smiling, you get a glass of water, whatever. I want you to see that. And then what type of words could actually make that happen for you? Now that's pretty detailed, but that's how I, the exercise, you know, is how I start. Mm -hmm. Now, when, when we're talking about a confession, you can take 10 statements. It doesn't have to be long and elaborate. Like my husband's like, oh my God, your confessions are so long. I'm detailed like that. Yeah, yeah. But 10, just 10 present tense statements. You know, I'm so happy and grateful now that my business is acquiring new clients every single day. Mm -hmm. I am attracting my ideal client. They are ready with money in hand. Mm -hmm. Those types of things. If you're wanting that to manifest in your life, then that is something you're needing to say. I'm uh, a walking vault. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, a money magnet. You know, every, you know, sales comes easy to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not nervous in presentations. Anything that you want to happen, then speak it. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. Also being careful not to share, you know, things that, that may be a challenge with you to negative people. Mm -hmm. You have to, when you mention environment, Environment is so important. You know, I don't tell everybody everything that I'm doing. They're like, oh, I didn't know you were working on a book. You sure didn't, mm -hmm. you know, because I don't want you to discourage me. I may, you know, I may already be discouraged and then you may add on to it and I'll quit. Yeah. So we have to be mindful of that. So, you know, back getting back to the uh, confession, mm -hmm. I just think that fr from a practical standpoint, writing it out, yes. writing out at least, you know, five to 10 statements that you can commit to saying on a daily basis, you know, you have to feel it, you have to have images with it, and you have to have the emotion behind it. It can't just be vain repetition. It has to be something that means something to you and that you can commit to and watch it come to pass. I mean, I've been detailed to the point of, I live in a, you know, it has this amount of bedrooms. It has this size garage. You know, I drive such and such. That's how detailed I have been. And that is what has manifested in my life. Did it happen overnight? No, it's not a genie in a bottle. But because I was consistent, it really forced me to do the activities that would allow those things to happen. Yes. So yeah. that's what's worked for me. And I love the way that you've said um, earlier on, and, and this is the difference between a lot of, if we're looking at like the affirmations, when we do it from a biblical point of view and that we really remain focused and in prayer and reading his words and, and seeking first the kingdom and, and aligning what we're doing, you know, the, the Lord um, directs our steps, if you will, 
that is when things really click into place, isn't it? Because we know that everything we're doing, we're saying yes to opportunities, are very much aligned to growing a kingdom um, that yeah. honours him in every way. And I think once we do that, then opportunities will happen, you know, some, and sometimes those confessions that we're saying, they are even better and greater than what we could ever have hoped was uh, possible. So, Tracy, it's been an absolute delight speaking with you today. If people would love to find out more about the work that you're doing, how would they do that? And what are just some of the ways that you can support uh, other uh, Christian entrepreneurs or your ideal clients? Well, they can actually find me at mysuccesszone.com. That's um, actually a, a hub for me online. Mm -hmm. uh, all of my products and there are a couple goodies there, getting on my mailing list, all of those things, those opportunities are there at mysuccesszone.com. And as far as social media, that's pretty much the handle, mysuccesszone. And so I can be found on Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook, you know, pretty much at mysuccesszone.com. And the way my ideal client is someone that is hungry, uh, to take their passion from a side hustle to a business. You know, I can actually show them how to do that. I'm passionate about it, especially women, uh, helping them to, um, I, for a long time, I was a stay at home mom. My husband was military. And so we traveled a lot and I you know, felt like I had to keep starting over. So I became passionate about working from home and being able to monetize myself, so to speak. And so I'm passionate about, you know, uh, helping women to do that. Wouldn't say I won't help men, but, you know, as far as what I'm passionate, that's my ideal client. Being able to say, hey, do you write or, you know, are you a person that bakes or whatever, whatever you're gifted with, I can show you how to make some money. with. It. Yeah, that's great. And I love the way, you know, if we're talking about um, your ideal client, a lot of what we spoke about, they're creatives. They've got an idea. They don't want to be tied into an office or, or a location that can be created and wherever you are moving, and, and I love the way that technologies, when you have the right business model and you have the right things in place to support you, you can continue to run your business even if you're traveling around the place. And that to me is yes. a sense of absolute freedom that I know is so yes. important for many of us who are creative. So uh, we'll certainly put all of those links that you can connect with Tracy on uh, our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE135. Tracy, can we finish up the show just with a word of prayer? I'd love to, to say a word of prayer for you as we finish up the show. I would love it. Thank you. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Tracy today and really recognizing how important it is that uh, we identify how you have wired us, what makes us unique, what our approach is, so that we really can show up the best possible way and not feel boxed in, into what others say we should or should not be. Father, we just want to uphold Tracy and her family and her business and her husband uh, up in, in prayer to you. We ask for your continued blessing for the work that she is doing with other uh, entrepreneurs who would love to take their side hustle on what they're doing and really create a business so that they can get out there and impact the world too. Father, we just uh, want to thank you for the time uh, that we spent today, for all of the insights and just the importance of uh, really recognizing who we are in you and uh, not really being conformed to the world, but rather focusing on you first and foremost. Father, we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's just been an absolute delight. You know, one of the things that you're saying, you know, the power of confession through doing these shows and having it be on a daily basis. Can you imagine when you have other Christian 
uh, entrepreneurs and business owners such as yourself who are just up to amazing things and having that spoken to me on a, you know, sometimes four or five times on a daily basis, I am just, um, you know, just uh, alive with just so many wonderful ideas and, and blessings and insights. So thank you so much uh, for, for sharing you, your What insight. a pleasure. Wow. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.